0: Welcome back everybody and hi Jen. How are you?
1: Hi Scott I am doing well. I am doing well.
0: We are talking today about breaking presentation norms. The phrase oh, is uh, the phrase is really hu- kind of confusing I think what are we talking about when I say breaking presentation norms?
1: It's easy for us to get stuck in this safe presentation box, where we are presenting like everybody else, especially presenting how our leadership presents. Yeah, Because we feel that's the way it should be done. That's the culture. This is safe. However, that doesn't mean it's the best way or that it's the right way to present.
0: Well, and let's, let's just be honest. It's often crappy. <laughs> I mean, really, don't you think it's?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> I can list. Let's try to list all of the fairly common, not so desirable things that we're expected to do. So I'll start.
1: Okay. Get, get a uh, send start.
0: around our slide deck. Okay. Slides. Right. Send around a slide deck of Cryptic, semi documenty, weird, bulleted half thoughts before your presentation or after your presentation as if they're a document. What's <laughs> yes. I hate? It. You can tell I don't like that.
1: You're very passionate about this. I am
0: very passionate about this.
1: Okay. One item I'm very passionate about are heavy slides, slides okay. with too much information and too many slides. And a presenter only has about 15 or 20 minutes to present. And they try to get through 20 slides yeah. in that amount of time. And then we know that the presenter is only focused on their agenda and getting through each slide. Right. The, it's well, as and that's if an- the audience is invisible.
0: There you go. And there's a norm. An agenda slide's a norm too. It's like, I've got my, here's our agenda. Let me give you a preview of the coming attraction so I can bore the crap out of you when I get to it. You know, it's like some of this stuff or Q&A. You got to have Q&A at the end instead of entertaining a lively conversation during, you know, these are not generally not good.
1: Well, and it's tricky because if, especially in the corporate environment, if this is how we watch our peers present, our leadership present, our executive leadership team present, then we feel then that's the way that we must present. I will tell you though, when we allow ourselves to feel uncomfortable and get out of this boring presentation box and try something new, this is when a whole new world can open up around presenting
0: and you wanna stand out.
1: Oh my gosh, you wanna be known as a dynamic and memorable presenter, not the standard boring, typical presenter. Yeah. Yes. I, I,
0: I had a, a colleague once describe it this way. There's this sort of bell curve, right? And the bell curve in a culture, it sort of always encourages us to move toward that middle of the bell curve to be like most of the people. And when it comes to presentations and and other aspects of of culture, it's always, if you go outside that norm, outside that bell curve and try to be different, um, you can, there's some risks, right? I mean, one of the risks is, it's not just inside your head you feel uncomfortable, but I've seen it where executives have gone to somebody and said, you know what, I don't think you should do it that way. And you feel oh, like that's you've been very scolded. real. Yeah. So very it's, real. it happens. There's, you know, in a, I was a sociology major, so forgive me, I'm going to use sociology speak, but it's social sanctions that in some way or another, you're punished a little bit for going outside the norm, but we can't let that, possibility keep us from the reward of going outside the norm which is you stand out and people go "Wow, this person's a leader not a follower don't you think
1: i i do i agree completely and it's very real that if you decide to try something new during your presentations whether it's the way you open up or the way you create the slides or handle the q a there could be someone in the audience who is not in agreement. Yeah. So a workaround with this, instead of introducing all of these new tricks <laughs> in the next presentation, play with it and experiment and just give one and see how the audience responds to it. Yeah. That's what yeah. I love. Th- that's my favorite part. When you try something new, different and exciting when you are presenting pay attention to how your audience they they light up they lean in they become more engaged
0: yeah very
1: yeah. rewarding
0: well and there are occasionally talks that don't that come seldomly but are really high stakes for you and that may be in other words what you're describing is if you have a chance in a say for instance internally you meet with your team or, or staff, and you get a chance to speak, you can try these things. It's a little bit more experimental, but there may be that one time where you get the platform and you're like, my heart says, take a risk here. You know, I wanna try something. It, I know I can be better if I do something, but I really do risk, you know, people may be like, what is this person doing? Um, it may upset the apple cart, but I, <laughs> I, I I like to think in terms of, a sort of a financial concept called sort of your risk tolerance. You kind of have to decide how big a risk taker are you? (laughs) If you're gonna play, if you're kind of a more conservative uh, presenting investor type of person, you might say, well, I'm not gonna push it so hard. But if you're willing, then in your heart says, let me give this a try. I'm going to dump the slides all together. No slides for this. People are going to get like, where are <laughs> Ooh, the slides?
1: That's a and I'm one. just
0: going to go without them. I'm going to use yeah. a flip chart. Um, you know. I well, I
1: that that is that is a big that's a big step. That would be that could right. be considered a really big risk, especially for someone presenting to their leadership team yep. to forego any slides. If that risk is going to be taken, well, I applaud you in the first place because you're a risk taker, Right. perhaps explain the why yeah. to a key stakeholder. So that one person who you feel could kind of zing you for taking a leap, I would explain the why first. Yeah. And it could sound, I noticed that my presentations are boring. My audience is not engaged. I want to try something different. I'm going yeah. to do something different.
0: Yeah. I I love that. And it's a good way of putting it. You do absolutely have to think of the culture of the, say, the leadership team. Absolutely. Is it a place where people are given a lot of room to take risks? You know, in a lot of, for instance, in a lot of financial institutions, you're not they're not running out to hire a lot of risk takers <laughs> because part of g- a good financial institution is security. Mm-hmm. So they, often those teams value everything being stable and predictable. They don't want something to, to be too surprising. So you, uh, have to, you have to kind of read that a little bit when you make decisions. That's,
1: you, you just nailed it.
0: Oh, well, thank you.
1: That's, the, <laughs> you're welcome. That's the, <laughs> that is the word to nail the problem with presentations. They're predictable. Yeah. You have the agenda slide. You have too many slides. You have crowded slides. You right. have a boring presenter. It's right. so predictable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And mm. th- th- that's the rub, right? It's there. Then how unpredictable are you willing to be? How unpredictable does the culture allow you to be? And I think you might have to calculate some of these things and making decisions about how far you push it.
1: You want to be smart yeah. about making those decisions and, and a, a baby step. Yeah. Trying dip your, one. Get your
0: toe if you can, right? Take one Just,
1: risk at a time. Don't give yeah. them all at yeah. once. That could yeah. really do your leadership team in. I, I, I'm going to add also to this something that I notice with clients I do, I do believe that a leader coming down on someone taking a risk, I don't think that's as common as we hear.
0: Yeah,
1: I believe what's more common is that the person's afraid to t- take the risk. It doesn't yeah. feel safe. It doesn't feel comfortable to them because it's a risk. It's change. It's doing yeah. something new and it goes back to just, just try a little bit of it. Yeah. Get comfortable with it. See what happens and watch how your audience responds.
0: Yeah. I love that. It's a great way to wrap up, I think, is to point that out that it's often really in, in us, it's in our head. Mm-hmm. It's not the people that we're worried about upsetting, it's really um, oh. an unfounded fear.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, Jennifer, what are we talking about next week?
1: Next week. Let's talk about presenting with a lack of emotion.
0: Yeah. Or hopefully presenting with some emotion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know that we want to present with a lack of emotion.
1: Okay, that's my point. What happens when we present without emotion? Yeah. That's the topic for next.
0: Week. It is a I think it's a um a more twisty and turny topic than most people think the topic of emotion. So this should be a really cool episode. I agree. Yeah.
1: And it's an important topic.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Thanks, Scott. Bye.